of In the Black. I'm your host, Jelani Banks. And I'm your other host, Eddie Kane. And this episode, we want to try something a little bit different, where as, as opposed to concentrating on one topic, we want to go over multiple topics at once. But first, Eddie, tell me something good. Tell me something good. All right, G, my... Tell me something good this week um, is a interesting story about um, 13 trucks that um, strategically parked under. Oh, oh. you took mine. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, my fault, dog. I was hyped too, to, to say this one, too. When I saw it online, I was like, this is special. Go, go ahead. I'll let you finish. <laughs> no, I mean, but like that, that is the hope of the human race. That That right there, you know. Because th- yeah. that is not only smart planning, but that, that takes empathy. Yeah, and so, I mean, the guy, right, the guy was, um, he was going to jump off of the bridge, like, on, onto a highway. And um, the police officers, you know, they shut down the highway. And then uh, 13 truckers on each side, they just kind of came and they just made, like, a, a, a wall or, like, a net, I guess, more or less, um, so that if he jumped... You know he wouldn't he wouldn't fall too far, but um, they basically saved his life. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's 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 what the se- that's what the segment is all about. Stories like that, because that yep. that was really good to make you feel good. All right, so since um, we had the same one, we'll just get on to the episode. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, like I said, we wanted to try something different, and the title of this episode is going to be. 30 things you're probably wasting your money on. All right. Now, I found this article um, as I was, you know, doing my daily search, you know, uh, online and looking over personal finance articles to either talk about or, you know, bring to you guys. And I found this one and I, and I thought it was pretty interesting. So um, this one is, is was made by The Motley Fool, themotleyfool.com, which is basically just like a financial uh, website, blog, newsletter. They give like investing tips and all those things. But we'll definitely post a link um, in the show description. Yeah, so but, Yeah, and, and I want to let our audience know that this is part one of, I guess, a two-part oh, yeah. series. Yeah, and, yeah um, because we're, we're not going to be able to get through all, all 30 of them. Um, like, like you guys know, we like to keep our episodes to um, – under you know to 30 minutes and eddie's gonna have to let me know when we when we're getting close to 30 minutes i will do um, so 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 that so that will be good um yeah, so yeah and, we'll, and we'll break it up for you guys and all our listeners out there you can go on our instagram page at the potter and family network and every day we'll be posting um illustrations and links to the um the 30 things you probably are wasting your money on so absolutely Check us yeah, out so on there and um, yeah, share, sure like, mm-hmm. rate, comment, you know. Subscribe, all, all the above. <laughs> if you do that, we'll keep recording. 
And if you don't, we'll probably still record, yeah. but we won't be as happy. <laughs> That's true. Um, all right, let's get on with the list. So, 30 things you're probably wasting your money on. Number one, bank fees. Americans pay an estimated $17 billion yearly in bank fees for insufficient funds and overdrafts, according to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Those insufficient funds, Eddie, they'll always get you. Always. Don't let them. Um, and this and this really goes in line with what we had been talking about, you know, throughout the other episodes of knowing where every penny's going. Yes, sir. Um, Step zero. Mm-hmm. Insufficient funds happen when you aren't paying attention. When you're just like, oh, blah 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 blah, whatever. Swipe, swipe, swipe. Then you hit with that fee. And and also, we've already given two remedies to this problem. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, which is a personal favorite of mine because something I'm starting to practice now myself, is the two bank accounts. One yeah. for bills, one for spending. A Gotta quick remedy to this problem. Mm-hmm. And then the other is just knowing where every penny is. I mean, checking your bank, not being scared. Right, because so many people are like, "Oh my goodness, I don't know how much money I have in my bank account," and they're scared to check. Just check. It it ain't it ain't it don't bite. <laughs> Just be aware. It's the it's the best. Um, being aware of your financial situation, and then another thing they had in here too was like ATM fees and maintenance fees. Um, and Eddie, for ATM fees, I have a rule that I do not pay to get my own money. Hmm. I just don't do it. I like that rule. Because, you know, you're going to places that only take cash, and the person in the front's like, oh, well, we only take cash. And you're just going to say, oh, I don't have any cash, and what are they going to do? Point to the ATM. Mm-hmm. They're going to point to that ATM that's right there, you know, by the door, and that surcharge is going to be $10. So to get $20, you got to pay $10. So now you, you pay $20, you paid, you, you spent $30 just to get $20, um, and then you may have to go back again because you didn't get enough money. You know, it's just a whole cycle. So just avoid that. Take the time. Know that you're going somewhere that that requires cash. Uh, go a little early. Go to your bank on the way or, you know, before you leave your neighborhood and um, get cash for free because it's yours. You deserve it. You've worked hard for this. <laughs> it's then, yours. Um, I mean, the maintenance fees... The main, so many people, you know, see the maintenance fees on their account statement, Eddie, and they don't understand that, you know, banks have uh, a way that you can basically take out this uh, maintenance fee from from your account. Yeah, maintenance fees are totally avoidable, and I mean, it's it's basically things like uh, having a certain amount in your account, having certain swipes per month, having mm-hmm. certain amount come through direct deposit, mm-hmm. and. The, a, a fun a fun trick I've learned since most of our audience you know ranges between the age of uh, twenty to thirty, you know that age range is actually, um, it actually allows you to kind of sidestep most of these requirements. Um, yeah. If you're you know between the age of twenty to twenty five twenty six, you don't have to swipe your card you know ten times a month. You know your bank may allow you to do five just on your age and income alone. So yeah. you know check with your bank. See the requirements. See how you can avoid some of those requirements because bank fees are unavoidable. Do not pay bank fees in 2018. Yeah, yeah do don't not. do it. <laughs> and look, they're, they're optional. 
Don't do it. Um, so, yeah. Let's go to the second one. I think we had enough of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it, it kind of goes hand in hand. The late fee. You're wasting your money on the late fees. And at first I was like, well, this is like the same as bank fees. But, no. Your late fees are when you're late on your credit card payment. You're late on your rent. You're late on your utilities. You're late on your student loans. And then they tax something on you. 3%, 5%, $35, $45, $10, whatever it is. You shouldn't be paying it. So it comes back to knowing yourself, right? Don't, if you know that you're not as disciplined, you know, set up the auto pay. Um, going back, having the two, having the two accounts so that you know, um, so that you have your, your your separate accounts for your bills so that you're not going to be late because, you know, the auto pay is going to pull out from it and you don't want to go back to those insufficient funds. So, I mean, that's all I have to say with late fees. Just know yourself and be disciplined. Yeah, you do not want to shoot yourself in the foot twice. You don't want to lose money and lose good credit. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, number three. Uncla- unclaimed 401k matches. I know this is your favorite. I already know. Yeah. Um, and so what it, what it says in here is in 2015, they, there was a study found that one out of four employees wasn't investing enough in a 401k to earn a full employer match. Hmm. Now, you guys may ask, what is the full employer match? Or what is that? What, what What's even a 401k? Don't worry. We're going to talk about investing at a, probably next episode, actually, because we haven't talked about it yet. Um, but the 401k, if you don't know about it, it's your, it's your retirement account. And it's through your more, more than likely, it's through your employer. Now, what happens is your employer will also match a certain amount of money. So they'll say, oh, yeah, we'll match um, 50% of all the money you put in up to 5% of your total income, Right. So what's going to happen is, say if you're only putting in, you know, $1,000, they're going to match 50% of that. So then if you put in $1,000 over a year, um, which I highly recommend, you know, trying to do even more than that. But if you put in $1,000, if you're putting $1,000 in for the year, they're going to automatically put $500. So you put in 1000 and you get 1500 right? But that's before um, your 401k is even invested. So then you keep that money and it's just investing and compounding over years and years and years and years so that when you retire and you're able to pull it out, you have a huge lump sum of money. I mean, it's, you're basically paying your future self. Mm-hmm. So when when um, Uncle Eddie and Papa G are sitting out on the porch sipping their sweet tea, they can talk about how much money's in their 401ks. Um, so that they're able to, you know, sit on the porch and waste time if they want to, or travel the world if they want to, or buy exotic car, like, you know, do whatever. <laughs> All because, you know, our employer was giving us free money. And and I know, you know, it's like, well, nothing's free. Well, like, no, this is free. Yeah, this is the closest you'll get to money growing on trees. Mm-hmm. Take advantage. Um, and if you don't know how, hey, just talk to your HR department. Either walk down the hall or give them a phone call. They will help you. You want to make sure that you're at least giving the minimum to get the to max out your 401k. All right, number four: tax deductions and credits that you're not claiming. Um, so, I guess one of the most one of the most common ways for this is you know when you get that new job um, and you're filling out that 401k paperwork, 
you're also filling out that W-4. And if you fill that out incorrectly, um, the government's going to probably, the government's going to take too, um, either too much or too little taxes. So you want to make sure that you're, that you're getting the right amount of taxes taken out so that you, throughout the year, you're able to use your money to its best ability. Exactly. It's nothing worse than everybody, nobody likes paying taxes. Like you look there, you're like, oh my goodness, they took that much in taxes. Well, like they're probably taking more because you weren't filling out the paperwork correctly. So be sure to fill that out correctly. Um, and also, you know, if, if, your, if your tax situation is a little more complex, like pay for um, that account. Like if you have your own business, it pay for that. Pay for that, um, you know, tax repair or that accountant to, you know, go through your stuff. Because one thing I've realized about like wealthy people and, you know, people who have money is that they pay for those things because the money that they're going to pay is going like they're going to save more money than the bill um, that they're going to pay, you know, to the tax repair or to the accountant. It's literally it's, money insurance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, so, you know, just always being being mindful that, hey, if there's another service that I can, that I can get the correct deductions and the correct credits, it's going to be worth it, if, especially if your stuff is um, a little, you know, a little more complicated. Uh, number five credit card interest oh yeah we we've talked about this on a on an earlier episode and, yeah. and i'm pretty sure our faithful our faithful listeners will remember the stat from the episode that um the average um american credit card debt is um well the american households had credit card debt totaling of seventeen thousand dollars about seventeen thousand dollars but the interest on that day on that debt averages out to about thirteen hundred dollars yeah so that's just $1,300 of money you didn't spend. <laughs> like, you actually didn't spend this money. So you, not, a lot of times people spend, if you're spending on credit cards and, you know, it's not paid off, you don't have much to show for it. But the interest is even worse because, like, now it's like, oh, wait, like, I didn't even buy, like, I didn't buy interest, like, <laughs> you know. Um, so, oh, my goodness. Get, get rid of, get, Get rid of that interest uh, of that credit card interest if you can. Do this debt snowball or even the the uh, debt avalanche. Um, getting in front of it and and um, you know doing away with that with that credit card balance as soon as you can. I mean, the interest will still be there whether you're paying it off or not. So you might as well just pay it off. Yep. Uh, number six, extended warranties. This one. This one, this one probably catches a lot of people, and um, it reminds me of, of this commercial Eddie that I that I heard on the radio. And the guy had you know some home appliances, and he, you know his things were breaking, and he was calling for the warranties, and they were like, oh that's not covered, oh that's not covered, and he was like, okay, well then what is, what is covered under here? And the and the person on the phone was like, oh yeah, um, your stuff is covered under tornado, tsunami, tornado, tsunamis, uh, zombie apocalypse, and alien invasions, and it's kind of like okay those things. Well, like tornadoes and tsunamis, they happen, but it gets more ridiculous as it goes. It's the point of the commercial. And that's what that's what a lot of like, you know, extended warranty companies will do. They'll try to get you to pay. They'll try to get you to, uh, you know, pay extra money because it's just going to be money in their pocket. Um, because most of the times people either don't claim the warranty um, or it expires because, you know, they uh, uh, the companies make their things to last a certain amount of time. 
and so you pay for the warranty. The warranty expires in three years, and in three years and three months, and three years and three months, now now your stuff breaks. Well, like, oh well, I pay for the warranty, um, but it's not valid anymore. Exactly. So, yeah. So you have that, um, and then a lot of times, like, the product is is probably just good enough in general to last its own. I mean. The last thing that was offered for me for an extended warranty was when I bought my GoPro. And before doing some research for GoPros, I found that it was basically like, you're not going to break it unless you go 100 meters underwater or you dr- throw it off of a skyscraper or you roll over it with a um, like a steamroller. So when they offered me the extended warranty, I already knew, like, nah, I'm good. And my GoPro sitting upstairs. Uh... Let's see. So extend after extended warranties, this one is probably something that everyone can relate to, Eddie. Number seven is airline fees. Yes. And um, don't be fooled. Yeah. Do not don't. be fooled, and just pack lightly. And and I'm I'm guilty of this, Eddie, because I definitely you know I. So like most, we all know that you know you check a bag unless you're flying, you know probably for like. Uh, yes, unless you're flying Southwest, um, you're basically going to be paying to check a bag, right? And then you're going to be paying even more if it's over $50. So I'm mo- more than likely checking a bag if it's more than a weekend trip. But um, I always make sure, like, ooh, 48 pounds. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm over packer, but I'm going to make sure not to pay that extra money for that 50 pounds. Please. So, I I can survive a week anywhere with a backpack. <laughs> I'm not paying to check a bag. I haven't paid to check a bag since my mom sent me to Pine Forge freshman year. Like, <laughs> oh goodness, I I will ne- I w- I refuse to pay to check in a bag. Refuse. Yeah, no, I'm that guy. Um, Akela checked the bag. Akela went away for her bachelorette, and she checked the bag for like three days, <laughs> oh, and geez. it was over fifty pounds. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh jeez! I mean, but outside of you know luggage costs, um, airlines have a lot of fees, and you have to be very mindful when checking out. Um, that a lot of these upgrades are unnecessary. Like you don't need to upgrade your seat, you don't need a drink voucher, you don't need yeah. flight insurance. Nine yeah. times out of ten, if you miss your flight or if your flight's been canceled or delayed, the airlines will work with you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've missed my flight one time coming out of LaGuardia in New York. And the airline was like, okay, you know, we'll put you on the next one. No extra charge. And I'm glad that you talked about that one because we can really segue into, which is number 12. So we're going 7 to 12. We'll come back. But that's travel insurance. It's just like what Eddie said. I mean, a lot of times the airline has your back. And then on on top of that, um, if you buy it with a credit card, and this is one of the other person's credit, a lot of your credit cards have – um, travel insurance so that you know you're able to get reimbursed if you if something happens where your flight is canceled like weather or you know uh, malfunction with the plane or you miss your layout you know whatever um and i mean since you're making a segue i'm gonna make a segue back to number 11 which is rental car insurance mm-hmm. basically the same thing as travel insurance an unnecessary luxury now before you rent a car before you travel Check with your car insurance. Check with your credit card because they usually have you covered if you request it. Um, yeah. Check with your bank. Check if you're a part of any club, if your parents are veterans. Um, AAA, like AAA, anything. Sam's Club. <laughs> I mean, there, there are ways. You just have to do the research. 
Costco, mm. Sam's, like, I don't know, like, somebody has it. You, you know, buy it. <laughs> God bless America. Thank you for all the veterans. My grandfather's a veteran, and I, and I don't rent a car without his veteran discount. I mean, why should I? Hey, it's the move. Taking advantage. Um, all right. So no more segues. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, no more segues. <laughs> uh, but we could go. I confuse on. myself. I know. Right? I was like, wait, wait, oh, 12, 11. But I guess we can. So these, actually, these three kind of run together too. So we can do uh, new cars, driving too fast, and premium gas. Premium gas. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And and the driving too fast is kind of like an LOL for me. Um, I put that like on my next to my note because... I mean, I guess they're saying, you know, you're driving fast, so, um, you know, you're either spending too much gas or, well, definitely, like, if you get a ticket, like, that's definitely going to be super expensive. Um, But, you know, just uh, be careful when you're driving. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, I don't don't mean to be a party pooper or a hypocrite because I have had about seven tickets in my lifetime. So, but I mean, driving fast also increases your rate of collision and accidents. So, I mean, the smartest thing to do is to slow down. And after I went to Washington D.C. two summers ago and got three tickets in two days, the I've sl- t- they got you the cameras. They, the cameras got me. I've learned to slow down myself. And hey, I have five hundred dollars that I didn't have two summers ago. Exactly. Um, premium gas is. I mean, you know, some people's cars take premium gas, but um, if your if your car doesn't take premium gas and you're not going on like a long trip, because I've heard that, um, you know, if you're going on those long trips, premium gas will help your engine run better. But um, you know, just just city cruising, uh, get the regular. And I don't like I said, I don't know too many people who do. I don't know really of anyone who whose car takes regular and they put premium. But um, if you are, you know, I would recommend against it. Just to save some money. Um, and then new cars. So this one is... Uh, this one is tough because... The car... Mm, cars just depreciate so much in value. And I've learned to experience... So my la- so my first car I got on eBay and my, sec- my second car, which I have now, I got on Craigslist. And like, I've made up in my mind that until I get super wealthy, I'm probably not going to buy a car for more than, like, $15,000. Like, I'm going to buy a used car, $15,000, like, 80,000 miles on it, whatever, 100,000 miles, whatever. Um, because cars just, they, they just lose so much value, and they cost so much. And it's like, if cars were indestructible, then, yeah, like, I would go and buy a forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 car, like, brand new, and keep it forever. But that's not the case. It's not the case. And it's so much more into maintaining a car than what it you know what it looks like. I mean, any given day, something can go wrong with your car, and you're out hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And the funny thing about new cars in particular is that if you let's say you go to dealership, you buy a new car, zero down, and you pay the minimum monthly amount. Mm-hmm. By the time you pay off your car, your car is probably done for anyway, and you're gonna have to pay for a, a brand new car. So get the and it's, get the used car, get the low monthly payments, and you know just get something reliable. We're not we're not saying a get hoopties because neither yeah. me or Jelani drive hoopties, yeah, but just no, get something that's reliable and that's going to get you to point A to point B. You know, in a little style. Yeah, and um, it's always it's 
excuse me, it's always interesting to me because a car is the only thing that that it's broken and you can't use it when it's when it's broken you can't use it but you still have to pay for it like think about your house like if if something breaks in your house like you still have your house yeah you still have to pay your mortgage but you're still like you're not homeless unless like you know a tornado comes or something but then even in that case you have the insurance to pay for it but like if all four of your tires burst well the car the car uh company is still gonna be like well i need my payment but your car sitting on the side of the road you're sad so you know just something to be mindful of um, let's see. I think we only have... You have two, two more. For, yeah, two more for this episode. So, we're going to do 13 and 14. Private mortgage insurance. Um, in 2016, the average down payment was ele- on a house was 11%. So, private mortgage insurance, or PMI, is when you don't put down 20% on your house. So, then they charge you um, about 1% of the total cost of the house. Um, you know, every month. So, and I, and this is, this is something that's pretty interesting to me, Eddie, because, you know, from the African-American experience, most black people are not going to have like the 20% to just put down on the house. That's the first thing that hit me when I saw this, that yeah. like, I'm, if, if I, if I'm trying to buy a, you know, 500, you know, a hundred thousand dollar, you know, house in Atlanta, I'm not going to have 20% of that. Yeah. Um, not you know, not at this point in our lives. Yeah, not at this and, point. And so it's something. It's something. It's not something that I would say like you're wasting money on because if you know you want to get the house, um, you know it's become better. It's better economically for you than sure. But just be mindful that the private mortgage insurance is going to be added to that total cost because a lot of times people just say, oh, like I want to buy a house because the mortgage payment is so cheap. But like, it's similar to a car. Like buying a house is not just like the payment of the house. It is everything else, and not saying that buying house, you know, having owning a home is great, but just be be mindful. It's the insurance, it's the repairs, it's um, you know, you should have like a little escrow account, you know, so that you for to cover repairs. You should, um, you know, all the utilities, all those things. So just something to be mindful. I definitely don't think it's a waste, um, but just something to be mindful. And then finally, um, name brand medicine. Oh man, I love this one. Because I've seen the jug in person. Yeah. Um, you know, if you go to the doctor, if you get medication um, prescribed to you, or if you have an, an over-the-counter medication that you like using, whether it's for allergies or yeah. for um, sinuses, there are generic brands to most medications. Actually, yeah. the FDA mandates pharmacy companies to make a gene- generic medication to their big medication brands. And the funny thing about it is that doctors know this information. You just have to ask. And yeah. the thing about it is they're not going to generally tell you because of a lot of red tape and relationships and behind-the-scenes handshakes. But it is your job to take control of your health and finances. And I love this one because it's a quick and easy fix. You need allergy medicine? Get that Equate. You don't need that Claritin. You know? <laughs> CVS brand, Rite Aid brand, Walgreens brand, whatever. You know, if you need an antibiotic, don't get erythromycin you know <laughs> i don't even know what that is. you know get that cvs <laughs> get, that, get that cvs brand you know get that walgreens special um yeah. trust me it works the same and it's the exact same drug so the dosage frequency is going to be the same as well 
So just be mindful of that, you know, just like doing your research on mortgages and on car payments, you have to do your research on this as well. Because, I mean, the price difference can go from 30 to 80 percent. You'd be surprised. Yeah. No, that's really good. Um, All right. So I think I think we've kind of come to that time. We're going to take I mean, like I wouldn't call this a break, but for this episode, I mean, those are kind of. I guess those are, instead of 30 things, those are the 14 things that you could be wasting your money on. Yes, the first 14 out of 30. Um, uh, I guess the last set is coming soon, I guess. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll throw it in there. It won't be next week. We'll, we'll, you know what, the last 15 will probably drop um, while I'm away on my honeymoon, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yeah, that'll be good for you guys. Um, So, I mean, hey, that's all I got, Eddie. And that's the way it is. This is In the Black. See you later. Peace. She take my money.